Today is Thursday, January 19th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. The United States is expected to hit the debt ceiling today, and as has been previously reported, the House of Representatives is refusing to vote to raise it. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy, while taking the form of a ventriloquist dummy whose strings are controlled by Lauren Boebert, says that he won't vote to raise the debt limit without making additional spending cuts to things like food stamps and Social Security. So while lawmakers still have a few months to negotiate before the country officially defaults on its debt, The government will likely have to temporarily delay payments or default on some of its commitments, potentially affecting Social Security payments, veterans' benefits, and federal employee salaries. Nothing too important. The last and only time the U.S. hit the debt limit was in 2011, and it resulted in the U.S. credit being downgraded for the first time in history. And even though we did not actually default, it took the economy months to recover. Plus, I don't know that two strikes on your debt ceiling is the best look for the richest country in the world kind of like buying a yacht on your fourth home refinancing. The man who sometimes goes by George Santos still has not resigned from Congress, so we're going to continue with releasing new shameful anecdotes of things he's done every day. The latest member of the House Small Business Committee, George Anthony DeVolder Santos Zabrowski, is now alleged to have taken money from the GoFundMe of a disabled veteran's dying dog. It's like a sympathy Mad Libs. Veteran Richard Osthoff was directed by a veterinary technician to Santos, who at the time was going by DeVolder, after his dog Sapphire was diagnosed with a stomach tumor in 2016. The vet technician told him about DeVolder's fake pet charity, Friends of Pets United, which then opened a GoFundMe that ended up raising $3,000. After that, DeVolder took the money in the bag and stole the key, if you will. Osthoff said that after being out of work with an injury for over a year, his dog passed away and he was forced to resort to panhandling, which he called one of the most degrading things he ever had to do. Sadly, not an emotion that I think George Santos is capable of feeling. But for anyone looking to measure the slide of the Republican Party, just look at the dogs. A few short years ago, their presidential candidate strapped them to the top of his car. Now their House representative will gleefully wait out the dog's death while scamming their homeless, disabled veteran owners. While we're reporting on the Clown Caucus, let's go to Congress's upper chamber for a dispatch from Davos. Senators Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin spoke on a panel at the World Economic Forum, where they high-fived over the preservation of the filibuster. At least that was the leading headline. But what stuck out to me from Sinema's appearance was her comment suggesting that after January 6th, quote, the Democratic Party shared a narrative that said we would not have any more free and fair elections in this country if Congress didn't eliminate the filibuster and pass a massive voting rights package, end quote. Leave it to Kirsten to reveal her complete misunderstanding of both these issues in front of a global audience. That's what happens when you skip Congress for your wine internship. For our last segment today, we have some tech news from some of your favorite sources of screen time. First, TikTok. Several public colleges and universities, which are located in states where governors have banned TikTok on government-owned devices and networks, are also banning the app from school computers, cell phones, and Wi-Fi. Lawmakers have cited concerns over cybersecurity weaknesses and fears of Chinese government espionage. 
and proposals for TikTok bans have been popping up on an increasing number of states for you pages, including California, Massachusetts, New York, and Vermont, after already being banned in Maryland last year. Also in December, both the House and Senate proposed a bipartisan bill to ban TikTok federally. And the fact that both parties in both houses agree on that is enough to make me question if there might be a spy in here with me right now. Given that story, this next headline is probably not a coincidence. Yesterday, TikTok announced that they're rolling out their state-controlled media label to more than 40 global markets. The company said that the state-run media label is intended to alert users when videos they're seeing are from entities whose editorial output or decision-making process is subject to influence by a government. The label was piloted last year during Russia's invasion of Ukraine by marking state-controlled media in Russia, Ukraine, and Belarus. It's now being rolled out in too many countries to list here. But don't worry, the United States is one of them as is the UK, Canada, China, and most of Europe and Central Asia. But is there a state-controlled media label for the entire app? Unfortunately, no app is truly safe anymore. On Elon Musk's Twitter, Taliban officials and its high-profile supporters have started using the paid verification feature to acquire blue checks. Along with the paid blue checks, these Taliban subscribers also receive priority ranking in search, mentions, and replies. Elon must be burning through friends quickly if he's willing to accept the Taliban as reply guys. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Green Chef. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. They have options for every lifestyle and their pre-made and pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices will save you both time and reduce waste by up to 38%. Green Chef's recipes feature organic produce, premium proteins, and sustainably sourced ingredients. My favorite part of using Green Chef is that I don't have to think so hard about what to make for dinner. So it is one less thing on my mind and it rarely takes more than 30 minutes to cook any recipe. So go to greenchef.com morning60 and use code morning60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That is a lot of percent off. That is morning60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.